We're speaking with Taylor Marr. He's a chief economist for Redfin. Mr. Marr, welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. Hi, thank you for having me. Mr. Marr, we've recently learned that a 30-year fixed rate has climbed above 6%, and that's the highest rate since November of 2008. What kind of an effect is this having on the housing market? Well, interest rates always have a big effect on housing. In fact, housing is the sector of the economy that's one of the most sensitive to changes in interest rates. But this has been one of the fastest pace of increases in mortgage rates uh, in all of history that we, we can measure. It's more than doubled from 3% at the start of this year to now, as you mentioned, over 6%. What that's done is for the typical home that's hitting the market uh, that, a, that a buyer would likely see, it's risen that monthly mortgage payment by more than 42% from about under 1700 a year ago to now nearly $2,400 uh, for the typical asking price. And, and most of that effect is just the increase in interest rates. So obviously that's priced a lot of buyers out of the market and they've backed out, but it's also had a huge effect on sellers. Many sellers are opting to not sell into a weaker market uh, as well as, you know, they don't want to trade up a 3% mortgage rate for a 6%. Uh, so they feel locked in by these lower rates and, and are also holding off on uh, selling this year, too. So what kind of effect is this having on inventory on the market for people who did decide to sell prior to the interest rates jumping? Are those houses still sitting on the market? It's a bit of a mixed picture. So the best homes, you know, the beautiful ones that are uh, fixed up nicely, that are attractive to buyers, those are still selling fine. They're selling over asking. Oftentimes, we're hearing from our agents on the ground. Uh, but increasingly, you know, the marginal home, the, the home that's less ideal, is just sitting on the market, taking much longer to sell. Um, that time in the market is growing. But more importantly, uh, you know, those sellers face a lot of uncertainty. They're losing a lot of bargaining power. And buyers are able to come in well under asking with contingencies. Uh, which can be healthier for the housing market, but it doesn't feel like buyers are really winning either when they're facing such affordability constraints with higher interest rates. And so are both buyers and sellers taking a wait-and-see attitude at this time, and is there any light at the end of the tunnel? That's right. We're hearing a lot of buyers back out and sellers back out, and pretty much just people leave the proverbial game of musical chairs. Uh, You know, there's, of course, a lot of things that could get the game going again, uh, and interest rates could fall. There's increasing concerns of you know, recession and weaker economic growth. That could pull down mortgage rates. A lot hinges on what the Fed says this week and how that may play out in the near term with the housing market. Uh, but overall, there's still a lot of people that are moving for life reasons, for changing of a job, whether they're going through a big life event like having a baby or maybe a divorce. And there's still a decent amount of activity in the housing market because of those reasons. Uh, what we're tracking is, you know, really what's changing? How are people reacting to uh, the change in economy and interest rate environment we're in? Like anything else, there's a silver lining. So who is benefiting from this situation? Well, certainly some people have more options and more bargaining power. So, you know, investors uh, actually are are working out well. Cash buyers, we just released a report that shows that cash buyers make up about a third of all transactions right now, which is up from just one in four uh, pre-pandemic times. And so cash buyers are obviously less interest rate sensitive. um, And these are people that might be boomers that are selling their home, cashing in on record levels of equity and able to pay cash from that equity 
as they downsize. And so, you know, they're benefiting uh, because they don't face the same affordability constraints. Uh, but otherwise, you know, it's really a hard environment out there for, for everyone, including, you know, real estate agents, mortgage lenders, uh, even retail sales that, you know, count on people buying homes to purchase things like new couches and TVs. So, uh, so really, there are ripple effects that um, show up throughout the entire economy. What has happened with the real estate market here in the Northeast, in the New York City area, especially in relationship to rentals? Are they really hot right now because of this? That's exactly right. Uh, The rental market has really picked up steam um, in the sense that ever since interest rates started rising, a lot of first-time buyers who would normally be leaving the rental market are staying put. They're renewing their leases. They're looking for more space to, you know, decide to rent for another year or two since they aren't going to buy. And that's put additional or kept additional demand in the rental market, which has kept rents from falling faster. Um, you know, they are slowing down slightly across the country as well as in the Northeast, uh, but not as fast as we would hope. And it's certainly playing a role in inflation. The housing market across the New York metro area and, and the broader Northeast is actually following pretty similar to the national trends. Things aren't uh, cooling off quite as rapidly as they are in some West Coast metro areas. But, uh, but that being said, you know, pretty much the nationwide as well as the Northeast are experiencing things like slowing home price growth, slowing competition sales. Um, and in the rental market, you know, there's still a lot of movement happening. And there's a lot of rental construction that is still yet to come on the pipeline to create some welcome rental supply for renters. Uh, That should have the effect of uh, slowing down some of the rent growth as well. Any other advice for either renters or sellers or buyers in this market at this time? Well, if you're at all on the fringes of the real estate market, the best thing you can do is just keep in regular communication with the lender. There's frequently opportunities that pop up as interest rates fluctuate rapidly up and down. They're one of their most volatile times ever. And so, you know, there are a lot of opportunities to be had. And also, you know, it's good to know (laughs) when that opportunity disappears too. So, you know, um, you know, waste time as well. Uh, And the same is true in the rental market. There's still a lot of opportunities out there to find the right unit. I always encourage people uh, if they have the flexibility to try and buy or move in a rental off season, you can frequently save five to 10% uh, on a monthly payment by doing so. And so that, you know, that's just wise advice to play the seasonality in the market um, as supply and demand fluctuate. All right. That's Taylor Marr, the chief economist for Redfin. Thank you for being with the 77 WABC Early News. Thank you for having me.